ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? We got another exciting, awesome episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. I'm your host, Sir Sturdy, and um, my favorite horror character is Mr. Jason Voorhees. He's a great role model. I think he'd make a great father figure, and I know he can definitely defeat Nicolas Cage and all his evilness. <laughs> <laughs> Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I'm Rihanna Nicole, and my favorite horror character is Ash Williams, and I love Bruce Campbell because he's super hot, and he <laughs> kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> um... My favorite, I'm Liz Liddell, and my favorite horror character, slasher horror character, is um, Chucky, Charles Lee Ray. Oh. I love him. So little. Nice. He's so low to the ground. <laughs> He's good with a knife. He is. He's little and deadly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm Michaela, and my favorite horror character, hands down, is still Freddy Krueger. Mm. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> this, is, this, this is just rough. Cause she, not only is she a Freddy fan, but she goes to Michigan State University. And oh, nice. it's awesome that she's in college. I'm not bashing that, but she should have went to Michigan. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Go blue. Michigan doesn't have a forensics program. Oh, cool. You're doing forensics? Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> yes, awesome. That is. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> so the movie we are doing, which was Liz's pick, is The Shining. Mm-hmm. And um I'm gonna let you start it off, Liz, because you love this movie so much. <laughs> so you could just kinda tell I, us, you know, what I do. Just you could just talk about the movie in general. <laughs> <laughs> I love it from so I have read the book. 
And I know there's like super heated debates online and like different forums and stuff. And there was even that documentary room 237, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I guess I, 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 I like the book. I love Stephen King. He's the master of horror, but this movie hands down is just, it's epic from the director himself to Jack Nicholson, to Shelley Duvall, to the little boy who plays Danny. It's just, it's epic and it's horrifying to me. It still scares me to this day. I saw it for the first time when I was six and I mean, still to this day, it's just, it's scary for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Before, okay. I meant, See, to ask, I'm actually... I meant to ask you this question Oop. before uh, we started talking about the movie. I just remembered the normal terror, terror trailer. And I ask everybody this when they come on, like just started this yesterday. What did you think of the trailer, Liz? I asked these two last night. Oh my gosh. It was so dope. Um, I don't know exactly what the plot is. I can't guess it just yet but i'm super excited i mean the visuals and the music it was it looks badass i like it <laughs> I told you i got your back sam when you hear this yeah the, it was great um, the plot pretty much to sum it up the simplest way i can is he's a father he works a nine-to-five job and like he's a murderer serial killer at the, at night and he just has like these, um, you know, like when you're driving or whatever, you have these urges, you get mad, you have these urges, you want to harm somebody, but you don't act on that. He acts on, yeah. his, he acts on those urges in very I violent ways. I kind of guessed that. I kind of felt that from the, the trailer. So yeah, I follow. But hopefully this movie will be out at the end of this year. Sweet. Yeah. And can't wait. Many more yeah. projects. So big shout out to. Big shout out to Sacrificial Palm Productions and Normal yeah. Terror. Now back to this to this movie. Um, so who wants to go next to talk about this movie? Some. Um, I'll actually go next. Um, so I do love the movie as well. I did read the book, um, but I lived in Colorado, right down the street from the Stanley Hotel, which is what he based the book off of, because he actually stayed there, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom worked there too, and so there were always all these legends there, anyways, because the, ha- the hotel is haunted. And then once you know he, he wrote um, the book and stuff, it's like you know it completely blew up with there, you know, with that kind of stuff. So that was cool. The hotel even has a pet cemetery off to the side. Nice. So it's like kind of down like under all these trees and shit, and it says pet cemetery, and that's where people really do bury their animals. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was always cool. And when I was in choir, um, we would sing in the amphitheater that was there. And that was supposedly like all these hunt- ghost hunting mm-hmm. people have come on. And that's like the most haunted area in the hotel. Nice. That's mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Yeah. So Never knew it, was, that. it was awesome. Love it. It's really cool. <laughs> what about you, Michaela? What do you think about this movie? I love The Shining. Oh, man. I just love Jack Nicholson. Um, another, he's another person. Like, I don't care how old he is. He's just... Mm, I, love him. I love his acting. <laughs> I love his acting, especially in this movie. Like, watching him go insane throughout this movie is just... It's amazing. I just... I love it. My favorite scene in the entire movie is on the stairs. When he's like, give me the bat. It's like the best scene. It's my favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. gosh, yes. That would just I be love- horrifying. Right? 
If that really yeah. happened, that would be horrible, being snowed in and you're basically screwed. <laughs> you're dead. You're screwed. I mean, that would just suck. Yeah, <laughs> it would. It would suck. I, I really enjoyed this movie, though. This is the first time I've seen it in a long, long time. And I actually did watch the whole movie, unlike yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> just a half hour. Yeah. But... I like I like Jack Nicholson as an actor too, and it when I was watching this movie for some reason I was thinking of the, the Batman movie, the Joker. <laughs> That's the first thing uh, that came to my mind, just with his creepy smile, mm-hmm. the eyes, and everything. And I was like, you know yep, what? Okay. I got to go back and watch that movie again. And I just I love his acting. I love how he really gets in the character and like just wild and crazy for any scene that he does in certain movies. But it's like a different character, unlike Nicolas Cage, where he's the same character in every movie. <laughs> acting wild but no no seriously though like i'm not trying to bash nicholas on this one this time just the acting of jack nicholson is amazing mm-hmm. i think he needs to do more things very oh, soon yeah. i want to see him getting old, though. that's fine yeah. yeah he could he could do he doesn't have to be as crazy as he was in this movie mm-hmm. i don't think he could move like that have you seen like the behind the scenes stuff where they show him preparing for the part where he's hacking in the door I was, oh, like, yeah. jumping around, and he's, yes. you know, trying to make himself feel crazy. I didn't, but I want to. It's cool. I think the director, Stanley Kubrick, had them, um, like, super fatigued and, like, stretched out filming, like, the staircase scene when um, he's she has the bat, and she's backing up the stairs, and he's going up and pursuing her. Like, I think that scene is just, it's awesome. And apparently it took so many hours to film and so Shelly Duvall was like Wendy was really 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 exhausted and she said a lot of her tears just came from that like long stretch of stress and trying to please the director and whatnot so it just it was like it was a very genuine just tiredness and fear because in the movie her character just like chain smoking like just kind of to herself very shaky and scared i think that she dealt a lot with a lot in the entire film and before like what's not mentioned before like about jack's character and you know jack's just mad of course we were talking about jack nicholson jack torrance is a madman i think in my opinion beforehand i know he's a recovering alcoholic um and that adds an interesting aspect to it but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because didn't he have them, Stanley Kubrick, didn't he have them do, like, each scene over 100 times? Every single scene oh, over and yeah. over and over wow. and over and over. Yeah, yeah, he was one of those. That would suck. Yeah, <laughs> that would piss me off. But it's still, it's perfection. We're still talking about it today in mm-hmm. 2019, so. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true, yeah. What did you guys uh, think of um his wife's acting in this movie? Because a lot of people didn't like it. Really? I don't like her. Shelley Duvall is not my favorite at all. So, I mean, she did good in this movie, but she's she's just not, she's definitely not my favorite. <laughs> Does it hurt you to say that she did good in this movie? Does it hurt me? Yeah. Not as much as it hurts you to say Nicolas Cage is okay in Mandy, but, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't make me, like, physically sick, but, you know. I mean, she was all right. I actually liked her in, and this is way off horror, but um, did you ever see Mother Goose Rock and Rhyme? Mm-mm. You yeah. probably haven't, Michaela. No. You're, <laughs> you're young, but it was this thing on Disney Channel, and it was 
really good. It was basically Mother Goose and everything comes alive and all the stories, but it has like this kind of Wait. darker, um, kind of like has darker stories and like Little Richard is in it. Um, Kiss is in it. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, back then it was really good. Now it probably sucks, but <laughs> it was like dark nursery rhymes, basically. That's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. And she was good in that. She was uh, Mother Goose. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I think she was okay in this movie. She was decent. I kind of feel like she was overacting, but I don't remember seeing her in anything else. So I can't really, you know, compare it to any other movie she's been in to say if she was great or not or terrible. I think she was decent. I'll say that. But I just see like a lot of people nowadays. I see it online all the time. Like she was horrible in the movie, and when I'm rewatching it, I'm like, she was she was decent. I can definitely mm-hmm. watch the movie again. Like she wouldn't stop me from watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, y'all! She's probably she's one of my favorite characters next to uh, Jack Nicholson. I love her in this. <laughs> I agree. I'm no, I odd. agree. I really liked her. But- yeah, but I'm going to defend her because, you know, one of the things that pissed off Stephen King about the whole um, adaptation was her character because he meant her to be a strong, like, she was a beautiful, buxom blonde, as Stephen King put it. And Stanley Kubrick ruined that with having Shelley Duvall very thin, short-haired brunette, you know, very frail chain smoking like that was the total opposite of what he had intended and then Stanley Kubrick's version comes Shelley Duvall he saw her and he thought okay she's perfect and (laughs) and I think that her character is a battered character she's a she's obviously dealing with a lot of hurt from her alcoholic husband before and him breaking little Danny's arm sorry y'all my husband's home so my dog's going crazy (laughs) That's fine. Okay. I'm going to go outside. Hey, love. I'm going to go outside. Remember when Salem barked and you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. It was like a high-pitched bark. What the hell is that? Mm -hmm. Do you have a dog named Salem? I do. I have a cat named Salem. That's awesome. My dog's name is Dahlia. What is it? What's the name? Wells. Like H.G. Wells. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's super dope. He's old, though. He's an old lad. He has bad hips. <laughs> My other one's name is Dahlia after the Black Dahlia murder. Oh, dang, that's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds so cute. What is she? Um, she's a, They're both chihuahuas. Oh. <laughs> so Dahlia is actually really sweet, so she's a little long-haired. And then I have a pit bull, but his name is Owen. <laughs> oh, so cute. Oh, sorry. So back to what were we? Where were we at? Shelley Duvall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> I just think she like personifies a battered character. Like I know it's a little extreme, but I think he did it kind of uh, as a slap in the face back to Stephen King because he knew right away that he wasn't on board with the film and like when he had visited the set and everything. So I think that um, I think that uh, and I mean the. I hate to bring it up so soon in the podcast, but the bear blowjob scene, um, (laughs) (laughs) that awkward scene, you know, and it is in the Stephen King book. And, but the only thing is, is there's a bear wearing costume man. And in Stephen King's book, it was a dog. And then the bear is like a common thing throughout the movie because Kubrick kind of wanted it to seem like Jack was molesting Danny in a way and 
Yeah, and so like that part when he comes out and shreds from the girl in room 237, the one that ripped him up, she he comes downstairs and Shelly Duvall's crying and she's like, what did you do to him? And Danny, or uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson's just like, uh, nothing. I, I didn't, he looked genuinely surprised too. So I don't think, I don't know if he was molesting Danny, but you know, it's just kind of like one of those like weird things he throws out there. Yeah. Like psychological where you kind of don't yeah. know. Real psychological. Um, did, did you know that they're doing a second one that's yeah. based oh. on Danny now that he's older? Dr. Dr. Sleep. Sleep. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only know about Is that because it... of um, Henry that told me about good. it. I, I got him the book sometime last year. I don't remember when I got it. I think sometime last year because I seen it at this place called Ollie's out here. It was like $3 for the hardcover. And he, I was like, yeah, you want this? He was like, yeah. He was like, hell yeah. Like, else? It's like 20 or $30. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. So that'll be interesting to see. I guess I'm going to have to read these books. With it. I'm going to have to read these books now. Mm-hmm. 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 I didn't know that was a book, the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I didn't know that. Who's it by? That's awesome. Stephen King. Is it Stephen King? King? Yep. Oh, yeah. shoot. What's it called? Yeah. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Oh, I've seen it on bookshelves everywhere, and I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. Nice. I did not know that. I haven't either. I just... You're observant. keeping... <laughs> <laughs> I nice. haven't read either of them, so I'm going to have to. Yeah, I own The Shining. I own the book. I've never read it. I don't know why, but... <laughs> I'm also a college student. Don't have a lot of free time. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. <laughs> Why didn't you do your assignment? I was reading this book. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I like really liked Shelley how Duvall. you do, like just in general. She reminds me of my great aunt throughout the movie, and then my grandma's like a really nervous person, almost exactly like how she is in the movie. So I like, I mm-hmm. see it, and like I imagine like my grandma in the movie. I don't know, but just like the nervousness, the like this. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has um, Alzheimer's now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, she's got a bunch of problems. Isn't she like manic depressive or manic depressive? Is that what's called? She's that too, I think. She's got a bunch of issues. Yeah. That's wow. why you don't see her anymore. Is it from this movie? Some of the stuff? I don't know. She said it was. She said she mainly quit acting because of this movie, but, you know, interviews or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's interesting. I wish Nicholas Cage would quit acting. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you got another movie coming out here soon, so I know. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. <laughs> and I'm going to have to watch it because it's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try not to mention him next podcast. I know I said this yesterday, but <laughs> I can't help it. It'll slip out. <laughs> I'm going to try. One day you're going to be like, I love Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I've loved him this whole time. He's my secret bromance. <laughs> I don't even think we would get along. Not the way he acts. If he acts like that in real life, the way he acts in movies, we definitely wouldn't get along. I can't deal with all that. Now in that one minute, making weird. But you guys, his like stupendous splurging on his like with his budget, like that's crazy stuff. I know. The boa constrictor. <laughs> what? What did yeah, he do? Like. He spends his money on like crazy, crazy stuff. Oh, see. He bought like a two, like a two-headed, like albino 
cobra or something. <laughs> it, Ew. It like, something like that. Yeah, a bunch of weird stuff. You have to look it up. Oh, gosh. It's like Johnny Depp. End up like, yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's going bankrupt now. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. I love him. <laughs> yeah. Nicholas Cage, you need to hire me as your agent. You guys oh, my gosh. He'd never get a job. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, don't hire him. No, they don't want you. In this, they don't. You're not good. They don't want you in that movie, Nick. <laughs> oh shit, poor guy. Tell him help. I'll tell you what, Nicholas Cage. If you ever listen to this podcast, you start um helping out with um normal terror, throwing some money towards that. I'll say a nice thing about you. Just once. <laughs> what if he put money into it? As long as he got a part and Sam gave him a part, what would you do? I'm sure he, can't he would. Mm-hmm. He would take okay. it. He loves taking scripts, any script. He doesn't care. He's relentless. If, if, okay. Ooh, we should do it then. He should be a yeah. vi- He has to be a victim, and I'd watch the movie. He has to be a victim. <laughs> what if he survives? No. And he's going to be in all of the upcoming ones. Sam knows better than that. <laughs> <laughs> he might do it just to spite you. <laughs> yep. Then I'm going to have to come on set and fist fight Nicolas Cage. Just for that, <laughs> so he can't be in the rest of the movies. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be funny. Um, what were your favorite parts of this movie? This is for everybody. Mm. I don't want to go first. I have to think about it. My favorite <laughs> scene, hands down. The, what's the what? Which one? The scare scene. Oh, the scare like, scene. Me the I just, I don't know why I love it. <laughs> yeah, he seems crazy. Genuinely yes. crazy in that scene. Yes. He pulls that I off so good. He, he really does. And then she's like half swinging the bat. Get away. Get away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she should have been swinging it. that bat harder. Hit him in the head with yeah, it. Yeah, she's all barely. Well, she probably doesn't want to kill him because it is her husband. She loves him. Yeah, That's but... another part that I love about the movie because if you think about it, like my sister watched it with me and she's sitting there like, hit him harder. I'm like, Mackenzie, at the end of the day, it's her husband. That's like, if I went crazy, are you going to kill me? Like, probably. Exactly. But... Like, it's <laughs> Probably. Probably. It's but... like domestic <laughs> abuse. Like, and it's like, what do you do in that moment? Like, she's protecting her son. She's trying to protect herself, but she's scared. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. And Jack Nicholson, meanwhile, is like doing that nasty thing with his tongue. Yes. And, like, it's yeah. horrifying. And it's like, this is not my husband. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just. I don't know. A lot of demons. It's like, it's your husband or a demon or what What are you? <laughs> I like the psychological aspect of it. It's, you know, yeah, so I really like so the ghosts. Yeah. The ghosts in the bar and like how they were getting into his mind. I really, really liked that. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to say I liked when Danny's seen the, the two girls in the hallway. Then he's seen them like <laughs> oh, cut up and bloody and then really kept going yes. back and forth and covered his eyes. And for some reason, I don't know if any of you remember this cartoon, but when he's riding his little bike, it made me think of Bobby's World when the cartoons first come <laughs> on. That's the first thing I thought of when I was watching this movie earlier. Oh, that was so cute. Yeah, I like that show. <laughs> I forgot about Bobby's World. And I feel like that's where Bobby's World got that kind of him riding around. Just the first part where he's riding around before the bike turns into everything. They had to have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good scene, like when all the blood comes down the hallway. Loved it. That was badass. Loved it. Because I like all that bloody stuff, so that mm-hmm. that turned it up for me right there. I was like, yes, this is beautiful. 
Oh, yeah, the color schemes. Like, even in the bathroom, like, from the bar Mm -hmm. when he gets stuff spilled on him. Random, random, like, mention, because I'm obsessed and sickly obsessed with this movie. And you can see a flapper girl walking by with two handprints on her ass. Like, she's wearing a satin (laughs) gown, like, very 1930s, you know. And she walks by real quick, but there are two black handprints on a white satin dress. Ooh. And um, she walks past, and that's right. I think it's right after he gets the the daiquiri spilled on him, and then that's when Mr. Grady, the guy who chopped up his family, um, takes him into the bathroom. And the bathroom is like that red and the white light, very uh, visual. Like it matches the blood, and it's you know, it's the whole thing's mm-hmm. beautiful. Oh yeah. See, now I'm going to have to read this book and then revisit the movie again to catch some of these things, catch some more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've, like I said, I'm a freak about it. So I, I just, like, you know, every time you see it, you see something different. And, of course, there's, like, all those crazy theories about it, which, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> you could go yeah. on for days. There are people who are obsessed. And, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. There's so many theories, but it's mm-hmm. it's a great, great movie if it makes you think like that, and it still makes minds turn, in my opinion. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. definitely And agree. then the end, like, where he's all frozen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, with his uh, d- demonic face. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did I you like ever see the miniseries? No, actually, I have not. That was good it was good, and they filmed that at the Stanley, Ooh. and so that was awesome. And so my my mom worked there when they were filming it. Yeah. And so that was pretty cool. And like you could see, um, they had like a model of the Stanley, mm-hmm. you know, because uh-huh. like when they were you know dumping the snow on it and stuff, they used the model, and it was cool because it was like it looked like a dollhouse, and it looked just like the hotel, and it was so neat. And they had all the um the shrubbery and stuff all, um, like cut certain ways and everything it was neat how they changed it for the movie nice it was awesome that's awesome yeah i need to check it out yeah i was gonna say i think you'd like it i'm gonna have to try to find that that'll be interesting to watch Mm -hmm. it's definitely different than the original but it is good and like that that lady in the bathtub she's scary she oh my god yeah that's from 97 yeah okay yeah i'm definitely have to check that out yeah i haven't seen that one the year I was born. Oh, really? <laughs> 97. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Dang, I was born, so I pride myself on the fact that I was born the year Child's Play came out, part one. Nice. Right? 88. 88? I'm uh, like, I don't know what year that is. <laughs> I was going to guess 91 or 92 for some reason. Uh, 88, yeah. Child's Play 1. It's like, I don't know, Chucky's my... Charles Lee Ray is my little, what do you call it? Spirit, spirit, um, horror doll (laughs) creature. Your spirit killer. You know, they're uh, remaking it. Child's Mm -hmm. Play. There's like two two remakes from two different directors or something. And one's like the original guy. And he's really pissed off that they're doing this other thing. Because it's going to be entirely different. It's going to have to do with like Wi-Fi and hacking instead of paranormal stuff. Oh. Yeah, like someone like hacked into the doll and is killing people that way. <laughs> if I'm getting it right, don't quote me. Um, I think that's what I remember reading. Yeah, the one. That's interesting. It's supposed to be a, mm-hmm. like a malfunctioning doll or robot toy or something. I know what you're talking about. Oh. All right. 
I want to kind of goes with the second one with Child's Play too because they're in that factory. I think that's two, right? Or is it three? Yeah, that's two. Uh, two? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, that was okay. The second, the third it's one was at like the boys' home or something, right? Yeah, the military camp. Um, yeah, so the second one, the the doll, I don't know if y'all remember the manager, like, at first he was like, oh, get rid of that doll, because it was, it caused some sort of death in the factory, and I don't, I don't really remember, it's been a while since I saw Child's Play 2, but, um, yeah, I think there was also, there was a scene where the businessman in his little suit, you know, I guess he was the CEO of Good Guys, um, he was telling him to hide that doll and destroy it however he could. He was telling an employee that or like a little gopher runner, his little secretary. And so the guy was like, okay. And then I think the doll ends up killing him. But, um, yeah, so it kind of makes it kind of coincides with like, I guess, cyber hacking or some sort of business like <laughs> encryption. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I really liked the second one mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I think they're all fun. Yeah, I gotta revisit that. They're also I haven't seen that one in so long. The first three I'll say I haven't seen in years, so I'm gonna have to revisit those again. But I'm definitely gonna see both the remakes. I have to. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm ready for that. Yeah, the doll in one of them looks weird though. Like he's got like little freckles, and he just looks. I think so different. That's the robotish one. Okay. Whatever the whatever he is in that, that's that Mm -hmm. one. Mm Y'all, where do I find the two trailers? Because I think I've only seen one where it's like a close-up of his eye. It might be on IMDb. Usually has some trailers. Okay. I'll check it. I didn't know two were coming out. I only saw the one with the robot-looking face. Mm -hmm. But I don't even think I saw the trailer. I just saw the poster of it. Yeah. Yeah. I I need to watch them. 2019 is going to have a lot of horror movies coming out. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. A great, great thing. They're making money again. Yeah. yeah. That's good. They need to. I think my, my husband told me a statistic the other day, and he's here. I'm going to ask him about horror. Like, since, what was it? Like, since, like, the 1930s, it's... Um, it's on the rise. It's always been on the rise. Like, as hmm. far as, I guess, monetary income, like, with the profits from the movie. Mm-hmm. And just the number that they're making. The number that they're making, yeah. So it's just always, you know, it's kind of like, oh, once something's been done, no, nothing, how can you come up with something new in horror? But, like, something always does come up, and it's just Mm -hmm. one of those genres that it will always be here, I think. I think people like to be scared. Yeah. Even, like, with indie horror, you know, it's easier to make horror than it is to make serious films. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. And horror is just the best genre anyway, hands down. So <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Even if the movie is terrible, it's like you'll still watch it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. very true. That is very, very true because I watch some horrible movies. Yeah. <laughs> you have Your Tales from the Hood, too. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, we just signed up for it. Oh, it's, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Tales and we were talking last night, 2BTV, T-U-B-I-TV. Uh-huh. They have tons and tons of horror movies for free like ones that are really hard to find yeah oh, cool. and the app is 100 yeah. percent free which is yep. great it's awesome oh, okay. <clears throat> i want to <coughs> i gotta see what other movies are on there now that you mentioned that i might look after this podcast <laughs> what are you looking for which one no, just in general i need to see what other what other movies are on that i am not imdb tube tv tube tv 
Chibi Chibi. So I added, sometimes they come back again. Sometimes they come back for more. And then there was another one we were talking about that I added. I'm have to There's some good those. ones. Oh, and I I think I added the um the movie you were talking about yesterday with the clown in the background. The night the night watchman. There you go. That yeah. I think I put that to my queue because I definitely want to see that. I'm mm-hmm. very interested in seeing You'll that. love it. You think so? I think so. You're gonna laugh. It's funny. It's good. That's that's yeah. good. Is there good kills in it? There are. And it's super bloody and gory, and it's like... Okay. I have a thing, so when men scream, it fucking cracks me up so bad. And so there's this kid in there, and he just, like, screams his head off, and it's just awesome. I love that part. (laughs) It's funny you say that, because I laugh at the same thing, and I think of the Friday the 13th remake, when the one guy, he's in the cop car, Jason throws somebody off. You know, he's always throwing people somewhere. He throws somebody off the roof. The guy lands on the cop car. And he just screams. I laugh my <laughs> ass off. I'll like rewind the... it so I can see it. Even yes. like when Nicolas Cage screamed and Mandy, he's like, you ripped my shirt. You're tearing my shirt. His and I kept favorite, rewinding it. His favorite so shirt. You got to remember that. His favorite shirt. His favorite like, shirt. <laughs> yeah, which was just a stupid shirt with 44 on it. The tiger shirt was the cool shirt, Nick. It was pretty cool. But it is it is hilarious when you see those guys scream like that. And but the funny thing with the Friday 13th, because it was like a, a guy who's like a jock, tough guy, football player, and he just, he screamed like a bitch. I was just like, wow. <laughs> you probably would, too, if a body fell on your car. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> just keep driving. What the fuck? Where'd this come from? <laughs> I'd Have you cry. Seen... <laughs> that would be horrible. Have you seen, Um, do you guys ever watch... Uh... Oh, God, what's his name? He's that Russian guy that does all that funny shit. Starts with a V. Mm. Oh, fuck, he's on Facebook. But um, he dresses up as Jason, and it's at night, and he'll come up behind people and, like, pull a chainsaw on. <laughs> and it's funny watching these people just haul ass, and people are falling, and, like, one car, he's going at a car, and the car's backing up and backing up, and he's going at the car. But he's lucky he didn't get killed. I know. His ass over. I was going to say, because some people, you scare me, especially if you're behind me, and say if I have my wife with me or my nieces or nephews, I'm swinging. <laughs> That's going to be mm-hmm. my first instinct. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Shoot in your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I love pranks to an extent, but I'd rather prank people I know than just go prank a random stranger because you don't know how they're going to react. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not that <laughs> stupid or that brave. Mm-mm. At all. I would freak out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, um... If we were, okay, I'll do a movie rating. One to ten uh, red rums. What would you guys give this movie? I'm sure I'm going to hear some. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> what about you? Honestly, I would, do a t- I would do a ten, too, because it's such a classic. It's one of Stephen King's best films, and it was done very well. It really was. You know, the story, the effects, everything was done good, especially for when it came out, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michaela, ten for me. A ten? Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a nine. And I I love the movie. It's one of those things, I haven't seen it in years, so I'd probably have to re-watch it again just to kind of pick up. I know I missed mm-hmm. a lot of stuff watching it earlier. Pick up a lot more things on it. But excellent movie, very well done, and it definitely stands up to time. Like, I can watch this movie. The movie was this movie made in 1980. I can watch this movie again in another 10 to 20 years and still mm-hmm. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can say that yeah. about any Nicolas Cage movie. 
That's the last shot I mean, <laughs> for now. I know there's one I'm trying to think. There's a few I can watch of his. Mm -hmm. Gone in 60 seconds. Okay. You can watch that one again. I, I like Raised in Arizona. I never that even heard of that until just now. I really like that one. Gone in 60 seconds and Face Off. I think I've only seen those mm -hmm. movies like once or twice. So I really don't know if I can rewatch them or not. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. It actually took me like two or three times watching The Shining to actually understand it and to be afraid of it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. when I first yeah. watched it, I was like 10, I think. And my mom's boyfriend was all like, oh, you can't watch this. It's so scary or whatever. And I'm like, Psh, whatever. And I put it on. And I think watching it the first time through, I was like, that doesn't make sense. This is stupid. I don't get the hype. <laughs> and then I think it took me growing up a little bit and then like uh, to understand it and actually understand the fear in the movie. Because there's a lot that like, like Aaron said, um, there's parts where it's just like you have to watch it a couple times to pick it up or even mm -hmm. to notice it. Like I've seen it many times and I just rewatched it yesterday and there's still things that I was like, wow, I didn't notice that. Like I had no idea that the hotel was built on an ancient Indian burial ground and I've seen the movie so many times. So I'm like, how did I miss that? You know, I didn't know that. So I just learned that <laughs> since you just said it. <laughs> I did not know that either. I'm glad I know now. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, there's a scene in the bar when Jack Nicholson's taking a shot from the bartender, and he says, white man's burden, Lloyd, and he's referring to alcohol and Native Americans giving, you know, like the exchange, and he's, it's just an interesting uh, remark on alcoholism, and also Native Americans, and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting, you know, that you mentioned that because there is, there's so many themes like that. And another one is like the German theme because there's a lot of German decor, eagles and such that you can see throughout the hotel and his typewriter is a German typewriter. So there's all sorts of crazy stuff in there that makes this movie so cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see, I didn't and know like, what would anyway. be worse? You know, like what would be worse than being stuck in a hotel that fucking big? You can't leave. And you're seeing shit, you're hearing shit, you're, you know, somebody's trying to kill you, there's ghosts around, I mean, and you can't go anywhere. That would be horrible. And you're stuck with the person you love and are supposed to trust with your mm -hmm. whole entire heart. And to see that demise of that person, you know, because we know that they have a history and he used to be a school teacher, Jack did, and something happened at the school where he had to quit. Now he's like, a depressed writer who gave up alcohol because of an incident with Danny, like breaking his little arm. Like we know that, mm -hmm. but it's super, uh, I don't know. It's just deep. And I just think that that adds terror to it as you grow older mm -hmm. and you, you see those things firsthand or people that you know and love. Mm -hmm. That's true. You understand it more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was good though. I love it. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen the documentary? That I know you mentioned it was the Room Two Thirty Seven. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I have. Mm -hmm. I've seen it a couple times because it just took me so long to just. I still didn't process like half of what, three quarters of what's in that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I have seen it and it's wild. Yes, like the part about the part that like I think's kind of like kind of like a little quirky is when they're talking about the red slug bug that's like broken down on the side of the road when um. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know, because in the book, they he they're riding in a red slug bug to the hotel, but in the movie, 
or at least Stanley Kubrick's movie, they're riding in a yellow slug bug, and then later the red slug bugs crashed because it was kind of like Stanley Kubrick being like, this is my movie. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a major, like, thing <laughs> to get uh, Stephen King. I you wonder. Know, he didn't give his movie a chance, really, at first. <laughs> I mean, I'm not biased or anything. I love them both, but, I mean, it's just kind of funny that he would add in the crushed bug by the 18-wheeler. Like, it's kind of, it's a scary scene because... Um, Dick Holleran's trying to get back to the hotel to save Danny because he's getting the shining signals. Mm-hmm. And so he's rushing back. And then that's like, it's a scary scene in itself. And then you see the crushed um, BW, I think it was. And it's like, he, yeah, he switched them and just to make that dig at Stephen King. <laughs> I wonder, okay, so the slug book colors that you guys are talking about. Um, okay, so Jack Torrance is a killer. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy's slug bugs were the same colors. Huh. His first one was the yellowish color. The second one was that reddish color. <laughs> so I almost wonder if that has something to do with it. Probably that's, does. That's cool. <laughs> that's that's cool. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I gotta watch mm-hmm. that. These guys that, are uh, deep. <laughs> documentary, by the way. We're all coming up with theories. <laughs> I have zero theories. <laughs> I gotta watch it again before I can come up with theories. I just know a bunch of crazy shit happened. That's my theory. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many theories about the the faked moon landing in the movie. You know about that too. That was in the movie. Yeah. There's so many theories about the faked moon landing because everyone's like, "Oh, it's fake," and Stanley Kubrick directed it, like the the, the moon landing. So, like, the, he changed the room number from 217 in the book 237 because it's supposed to represent like what is it 237 million miles or whatever to the moon or something like that, and then. Yeah. Danny has on the little sweatshirt yep. when he's riding the tricycle throughout <laughs> the hotel, and it has a little Apollo 13, I think, or 11. I forgot which one it was. And, um, yeah, and he has yep. that little cute sweatshirt on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's wild. Like, there's tons of theories. Wow. I have I, to watch that documentary. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. What's it called Long again? Document. Room 237. Room 237? Yeah, I'm going to have to watch mm-hmm. that. And then Some things are, like, cool, and then other things are, like, eh, I don't know about that, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was a really yeah. fun documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is fun because it's a lot of people who are, you know, it's their passion. They've spent so much time to this one movie, and, you know, it's they've, they've done their homework. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That, sounds, <laughs> that sounds interesting. I learned a lot from just you guys talking about this and your love for this movie. So you guys really, really pay attention to like every single detail. <laughs> and I've missed like, yeah. damn near every single detail, except for the stuff that's like right out in front. So yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch this. She's studying forensics. She has to know detail. <laughs> that's tr- That's very true. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It is. Thank you. <laughs> what made you want to get into that? Was that have anything to do with horror movies or just? Yes. And it had a lot to do with the show Dexter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So, yeah. Are they redoing Dexter? I heard something about them redoing it or they're they starting might, it again. They might be adding another season, but I hope they don't. They ruined it with the last season as it was, but that's another whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch it. Me too. Same channel. I, I don't. I haven't seen it, but I hear good things. Mm-hmm. I, it's great until the last season. And don't, if, if you're going to watch Dexter, you cannot, like, Google it because you'll run into spoilers. 
Okay. I don't. I hate spoilers. Mm-hmm. Like what? I got the la- the last season got ruined for me, and I was so upset about it because there's something that happens in season four that didn't get ruined for me, and I got to actually experience it, and it messed me up for like a week. I didn't want to leave my room. Like it just was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. I might have to put that on my list. I think it's already on mm-hmm. my list to watch. I just haven't watched it. Yeah. Me either. I heard it's good though. It got really good reviews. Mm-hmm. I love Michael C. Hall. So, is that who plays him? See, I'm horrible with actors' names. <laughs> I don't know. Horrible. I've always been able to like get them like that. I don't know why. In my head, I just. I, I'm the complete opposite. Someone will be talking about a movie, like, yeah, you know, so-and-so's in this movie. Like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> <laughs> It'll show me a picture. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember who that is. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. Maybe it's not that important to me. I don't, I don't know what it is. I know Kane Hodder played Jason Voorhees. That's important. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are big Jason fans. I'm actually more of a, a Michael Myers girl myself. Um, you know, actually, me and my husband had this debate. <laughs> we're driving back from East Texas because we're here in Austin. And uh, we were arguing over who is the walking killer, like, that just constantly walks. You know, they stalk and walk and Jason. never run. He's like, have you ever seen Jason run? And I said, well, I think so, but then we Googled it, and it turns out they're both walker, stalker killers. <laughs> but have you ever seen Jason Drive? Same, but, I mean, I don't know. I, I love Michael. <laughs> Me and Michaela like Freddy. Freddy's my man. He's the man of my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> you two, Henry, and um, John. It's it's getting real tough out here for me for a Jason fan. Mm-hmm. I just have Greg singling you out. You are sorry. <laughs> when I was a well, kid, I was Michael really big into like the movies, the Austin Power movies, mm-hmm. and I would mix up the Michael Myers. I was like, "What are you talking about? The Austin Powers like didn't play." <laughs> That's understandable though. Uh-huh. My thing is when people watch horror movies, and I'm talking about Jason with the hockey mask. Oh, is that Michael? No, it's not Michael. <laughs> It's oh, Jason. I, know. <laughs> I get the confusion somewhat, but then when you confuse Freddy and Jason, that's just disrespectful. Don't do that to Jason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Don't do that to Freddy. Did you see that interview with Jamie Lee Curtis where the news guy screwed up the name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. It's because of Facebook. I think she called him Michael, didn't she? Uh huh. Or I mean, he. Jason. The guy did. Yeah, he called him Jason, right? Or what? No. Or uh, yeah, yeah, that's what Jason, he did. Jason, Jason, see, yeah. now you're mixing it up. <laughs> I'm mixing it up too, because you're talking about Jason, but yeah, that's what happened. He, he did what I just did. <laughs> oh man, this was a fun. This was a pretty fun episode. We're definitely gonna have to do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's always fun. It is. It really is. It's cool. There's so many movies to do, you know. I know. It never ends. And then and between that and then with the Shutter app, there's endless amounts of movies on there. I want to start trying to get more indie films on here, if at yeah. all possible. So mm-hmm. trying to reach out to some people. Yeah, that would be nice. Be very nice. Mm-hmm. And it's again, too. And usually you can get the directors on too, or at least somebody that's involved in the filming. Yeah. Yep. And um. 
I'm doing this for Sam. I'm calling everybody out that's um, officiated with Sacrificial Bomb Productions or and also going to be in the Normal Terror movie. Come on the podcast. Promote, promote, promote. Mm-hmm. It's free promotion. <laughs> and you can promote your own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess we... <coughs> excuse me. I guess we can wrap it up, though. Um, does anybody have anything they want to plug? Social media-wise, horror-wise? Yes, I have a project I am working on. Okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm an aspiring horror author. My name is Liz, in case y'all didn't catch the beginning. But my Instagram handle's shadylady underscore 666. <laughs> and I'll have a link up um, for my WordPress to kind of like document the writing journey of what I'm working on right now. And it's based on loosely off of a true crime incident that happened back in the 30s in Elmendorf, Texas. But it is fictionalized, so I'm not using real names, none of that stuff. I'm not getting into legalities. I'm more of a fiction gal. So I am throwing that out there. Um, you can follow the WordPress, follow the writing journey. Um, the reason I have connection to this is personally, like my day job is uh, I'm a full-time pet sitter. And my great-grandpa was the zookeeper at the San Antonio Zoo in Texas for 40 years. And he trained chimps, elephants, whatnot. So um, not to give away too much, but when there were problems with animals in our local lakes, he was called upon to, like, wrestle alligators. So mm. it's sort of like an interesting, like, he was a Steve Irwin of Texas in the 30s. And... So I kind of have some uh, ideas going on, and it's a book in process. So um, just uh, stay tuned, and I'm happy to join on the podcast again. I had a blast with you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, um, too. It's fun. Yeah, when you get a yeah. chance, send me those links, and I'll post yeah. them on my um, my Podbean page. And feel free to post them in the Horror with Search Thirty group. Oh, so sweet. Okay. Can, you know, okay. I just followed you on Instagram. Yay! I'll follow that. <laughs> <laughs> Michaela, do you have anything you want to plug? Or... Um, no. I mean, my Twitter's uh, at 1428 Elm. Um, oh, um, if you guys ever, if you guys are interested in serial killers, my uh, my professor is actually currently working on a case with the Oxygen Channel called The Smiley Face Killers, and it's going to air oh. February 23rd. Can you send me a link for that? Yes. Perfect. Thank oh, you. that's so cool. I fall asleep to forensic files. Me and my husband fall asleep to forensic files on all those shows, like, every night. And it's, like, no wonder I'm a paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> you're but hearing I, it I, as you're I, sleeping. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'm looking forward to it, and that's that's really cool. <laughs> that is. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Rhiannon? All right. Don't all forget right. Well, I have a YouTube channel called Sideshow Horrors, where we do reviews on movies and show our favorite clips and stuff. Um, so it's on there. It's also on Facebook. Um, I'm a writer as well. So I have broken halo by Rihanna Nicole on Amazon. And then, um, two films I worked on. One's a fan film, Friday the 13th fan film called three bodies, one grave that's on Facebook. And the other one is called the dark net by Darkstone entertainment. Awesome. That's Both all awesome. on Facebook. <laughs> and all, all of your stuff, I think is on that, uh, the cool pages thing I have. I believe all the links are on there. I'm pretty sure. 
Did I put your book on there? I don't think the book's on there. Because yeah. I forgot I did that. So I didn't send That's it. <laughs> Can you send me the link for that and then I'll put it on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess, well, first of all, I'll thank you all for coming on. I appreciate it. I had a great time. And uh, I guess I have to plug, you know, a few things for myself. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, HorrorWithSir.Sturdy. I have a group where the group, feel free to share anything horror-related. And I also have a Facebook page with the same name. That's more to help promote the podcast. Um, if you ever want to be on the podcast, and I have three witnesses here, again, send me an email, HorrorWithSir.Sturdy at gmail.com. I respond as soon as I can. We make things happen, get a date and all that good stuff. And um, for you can hear me on all these platforms, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, um, many more. I do Twitch every now and then with my brother, Henry. We'll be on there just talking a bunch of junk, playing whatever games we're playing. My Twitch is horror underscore with underscore sir underscore sturdy. And my PSN is sir underscore sturdy. So... If you like the game on the PS4, feel free to add us. Well, me, and I'm sure you can add him later on, too. I don't remember his Twitch handle, or else I'd put it out there for you guys, because he is playing Resident Evil 2 a lot now, and he will be streaming it. But I'll post it on the thingy on the page when I find out what his thing is. And thanks all for listening. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmares. <laughs>